This is your life for Jason Fuller, uh, Boston Herald sports editor Justin Pelletier, because apparently Justin had nothing else going on this morning because, quote, the Patriots don't play until tonight. I believe that's what he said. Is that am, am nothing I, happens in Boston? You, you right? know, easy easy day in sports. Justin, we're, uh, you're right there. I am. Okay. All right. You're on. You're on. You, you are here. You're joining us now. Hey, Justin. Good morning. Good morning. How are things treating you in Boston? So far, so good. That's it's, good. Uh, it's uh, it, it's kind of a light day today because we don't have anything going on until tonight. So uh, between the Sox playing later and the Patriots playing later and uh, everything else being kind of mellow today, it's, uh, you know, Holy Cross opened up yesterday. BC opened up earlier this week. But today's kind of like that sitting in the middle of, of the calm before uh, between storms, I guess. Well, I guess. I guess. Is, there, um, is there any teams down there that could beat the Lewiston Boys soccer team? I'm just curious. <laughs> I'm just wondering. I, I bet uh, we'd be challenged. I'll, 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 I'll tell you what, there probably is, but uh, at, the, at the same time, they haven't started yet either here down, down here, so I, I couldn't tell you. All right, all right. Uh, let, me, let, me, let, me get, let me get my high school sports editor, Danny Ventura. Let me get him on that and see if we can find somebody to, to, uh, to offer a challenge. Yeah, <laughs> no, I think we should. It should be the showdown. I, really I mean, they, they've got a beautiful facility now in Lewiston, or, you know, that, that, you know, that, that could be, that'd be great, man. I'd, I'd like to see that. I totally like you know, to see the, the, that. The facility is incomplete until the press can get into their own box. That's what I hear. That's I think that's, <laughs> you got to give me another week. Give me another week, and we might be able to <laughs> take care of that. You know, you know what you need to do is you need to employ Russ Dillingham at the Sun Journal. You need to employ his drone to help you out figure, figure, figure out that, that process. Yeah, he, he did a great job the other day. It was a great video he just posted. <laughs> yeah, that was a really good photo that kind of showed everything. And the best part was it actually showed the Coliseum in the photo, so people would be like, "Oh, really? You parked the Coliseum?" Yeah, you know, I mean, that's what my daughter said. Oh, I see. There's the Coliseum. That's that's the only way she could does, figure out. Jason, it sounds kind of weird to say this, but this kind of tie in the the hockey. Like hockey always has to play like. You know, nobody ever seems to have the arena next to anything else. Is this kind of cool? Does this kind of like, you know, with with the way everything switched, it, it, it kind of tie the hockey in together with it? You know what I mean? Like makes it a part of campus almost. It does. The uh, its own thing. For, we've we've always been lucky uh, playing at the Coliseum. I mean, it's in our backyard. Uh, you know, people didn't realize sometimes how close we were to it. Um, I think the project opened up that space, and you can see the tie-in now. Um, you know, it. it I know for me, I've always laughed driving on the turnpike, and there was a sign that said the Lewiston Sports Complex, and I always wondered what that was. And yeah. Maybe yeah. we have that now. now I think we have, we have uh, it all yeah. tied in with the Colisee there and uh, the fields. And you know, it's fortunate you had all that all that land. Yeah, we were lucky. Cool. We, I, I think the people that know Lewiston and understand what it looked like are a little surprised at what we had to do. Um, there was a giant hole there we had to fill in, and uh, uh, you know, so there's a lot of change in the shape of that land to make this project work. And I think that's been kind of a neat thing to watch unfold. So the next, the next thing you guys all have to do is, is uh, find a place for a minor league soccer stadium, right? Since soccer is now the sport of Lewis, and you need to have uh, some sort of minor pro soccer in town, right? That's what the next thing. Well, I, I think we could host it on uh, Don Roo Field. It's, it's a, it's a. Nice, large, long. Yeah, field looks great. It's turf. We could probably do that. <laughs> Soccer on turf. A little off-season extra revenue, you know. I'm, I'm, we're all about a little extra revenue right now. That can fund the lights on uh, Joe Deshane's right. field. There you go. Oh yeah, well that's a that's a that's another good point. Soccer, Justin, have you ever played soccer on on a turf field? Is there any difference to that as opposed to playing on a grass field? Like uh, specifically, like uh, slide burn wise. Uh, I haven't. You, you should ask my wife about that one. She, uh, she played on the, on the turf down at, at Fitzpatrick uh, before they redid it. 
Um, and it, it promptly led her to uh, her second ACL injury. So she's going to have some opinions on that, too, I'm sure. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's new turf now, though. It's new turf. The field turf doesn't, doesn't rip well, like this. And that's exactly it. It was, it was completely different. You know, I'm, 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 I'm only saying that, yes, of course. But uh, um, I personally have played a little bit on the, the, the indoor surface at Ingersoll. But, again, very different feeling. Um, I've run around a little bit on the base turf and, and, and at Garcelon, and that's much better. You know, so it's it's just a matter of, of getting used to it and adjusting. Uh, certainly, different kinds of shoes, different kinds of uh, ways of playing, um, and the way Jason did it, or the way you know the, the people who constructed it did it. It's, it's so wide; it's going to be you know full regulation size soccer, which is not something that most schools are have. Um, if you're playing on a football field, your field isn't regulation soccer sized, and this is going to be a huge advantage for a team like Lewis. And skill, yeah. No yeah. question. Is is this kind of like how we used to see it in in like college hockey when when Maine used to struggle because they used to have to go to bigger arenas? You know what I mean? Kind of that sort of deal. Yeah. Well, I mean, in a way, I mean, UNH was really the only place that had a a bigger than NHL sized rink. Um, it's all you know. It's more like what the old Garden was was actually smaller than regulation size, yes. right? Um, so now you know everything in the NHL is kind of standardized. But uh, UNH still has their Olympic size sheet, and and they used to build their teams around that, and they kind of got away from that, and that's why that team has struggled so mightily over the years. But uh, um, it used to be such an advantage for them, and now it's it's kind of the opposite, which is is too bad um, for them. Obviously, not for their rivals in hockey. But uh, um, yeah, I'd say it's similar to that. You know, if, if Lewis and, and continues its its speed and skill, um, which I don't see that slowing down at all, then that size of field and that shape of field is going to really play to those advantages. Justin Pelletier is the sports editor of the Boston Herald. Justin, what uh, can we expect? Any what can we expect for you uh, guys, uh, Patriots coverage wise this evening? As the Patriots open up their preseason uh, uh, games, which everybody gets excited about, and then in the second quarter, everybody realizes, "Wow, I don't know any of the rules. There's a lot of flags. Who's I don't everybody? know any of these players." Who, and oh God, please, no one get hurt. That's really <laughs> yeah. the excitement gives way to terror really quickly. Well, there's, I mean, there's a there's a, a, a really big question as to how they're going to use, who they're going to use, and how often. Um, you know, Julian Edelman, kind of like the, you know, two years ago with with Brady, um, because he was going to be sitting out four games, they actually gave him more work in the preseason than he had previous, um, and, and and that clearly worked out, as we all know. Um, this year, with Edelman sitting out the first four games, do they give him a few more reps? And, of course, he's also on record this week saying, you know, I'm not in football shape, I'm not feeling right, you know, I need to work harder. Do they give him more reps in the preseason? Maybe. Maybe not in the first game, maybe in the second and third games. Uh, maybe he sees action in that fourth preseason game when most starters take off because he's not going to be playing for the next four weeks after that. Um, so he's a big question mark there. Of course, uh, you know, all the talk about the Gronkowski, what's he going to do? He's been a little bit more subdued in camp. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how they use him early on. Uh, Brady hasn't been throwing as much, nearly as much, in camp. Um, he skipped all the OTAs, of course, but in addition, his camp has been really, really subdued this, this past couple of weeks. His 11 practices in, and he's barely had two or three full days of practice uh, where he's gone hard. And so whether that's for uh, conditioning purposes, whether that's uh, kind of preservation, uh, or whether that's his decision, that's still up in the air. So. You know, those would be the, things, the big things to watch. Of course, the running back 
situation is a big thing to watch, and, and the receiver position behind Edelman is, is an interesting one to watch, too. So a lot of really cool uh, things to watch here in the next couple of weeks with this, with this team. A lot of Danny Antling. You know, I've heard uh, a lot of chatter about Belichick really has loved the two or three practices against another team. You know, I've always said, that way 100% of the injuries are not yours. You get a chance to bang on somebody else. And that's when they get real work done about, we thought this scheme was going to work. Oop, it didn't. Uh, we got to tweak it. You don't tweak those things in those preseason games. It's like I used to say, you put a kid in a hockey rink, and in one practice, he's going to handle the puck and touch the puck more than he will in 19 games in one lousy practice. It, it just, you know, and you can't simulate what they, what they can get in a practice. And I mean, in a game, it's just they don't touch the puck. And the same thing, you don't trap as much in a game as you could in practice by doing it over and over. And uh, they're, not, they're not scrimmaging anybody this year. In the, the first time in a long time they, yeah. they didn't bring anybody Nobody in. Nobody really wanted went. to do it. Well, the teams they were scheduled against, I, I don't think that the, they didn't want to do it. He wasn't going to do it against Philadelphia hoping that maybe they see them later on and that kind of thing. So that'll be interesting how they handle the preseason games. Well, that's exactly it because they haven't had that. You know, this will be the first time these running backs are going against people who are actually trying to strip the ball from them. You know, these are the first time they're going to actually get thrown to the ground with any sort of force, <laughs> um, that kind of thing. So, you know, it, it's, it's, uh, it, it will be very interesting. But, again, they're all fighting for that spot because uh, you have such a, a, an apparent – glaring hole there um you know so and i know and i know uh uh jason i know you're uh, eagerly awaiting that uh, that showdown against the lions here in a few weeks too right absolutely can't wait <laughs> very excited about that a pilgrimage to detroit for that one i that's the plan right now that yeah that that should that's my getaway weekend so by the way what what's the deal are you guys happy with that new coach out there doing a, doing a good job you know following training camp it's been it's been so so far so good uh I think the last couple of days with uh, Oakland has been good, and we'll see you uh, Friday night at ten thirty. By the way, it's on uh, NFL Network. Really? Oh uh, yeah. So I get so, to I get to watch it live. So they did. Uh, they did. They did have some inter squad. You know, two teams. Huh? Yep. Interesting. Yep. They they flew out to Oakland a couple of days ago, and because there's been some talk. Where did I see it? Some report online that Gruden's showing them films from the nineteen seventies or something like that, and they were saying, "Where do these things come from?" You know. So. <laughs> That'll be interesting. Yeah, I'm sure it was intense with John Gruden around out there. So I'm, I'm wondering, though, Jason, did um, uh, has Patricia learned from Belichick in terms of his disclosure of any going on in these practices? Yeah, I think he's a little different than Bill's just a class by himself <laughs> with those things. You know? Oh, yeah. Uh, he seems a little more open than maybe Bill used to be. A little more open? <laughs> yeah, boy. Yeah, not hard to, to be a little more open. I'd like to... Justin, I can't imagine trying to make a living getting quotes from Bill Belichick. Holy, you know, nightmare. That, that, that's why we hire who we hire, because uh, I, I can't imagine it either, but these folks are, are pretty good at it. Karen and Kevin have done a, a phenomenal job. But, uh, you know, the, the real way around it and the way anybody else treats it is you get what you get from Bill, but then you go after the other people. You know, I mean, that's just <laughs> that's the way it is. You know, every once in a while, though, like we got the, we got the, uh, the press notes the other day from his uh, – uh, his press conference uh, during practice, I think it was see, Wednesday, Thursday, maybe Monday's. Uh, no, they had Monday off. Tuesday's press conference, and there were some answers. I mean, he went off. He just he, he spoke for like four or five sentences at a time about certain things. 
uh, the rules, the new rules. Uh, he spoke to for a good three, four sentences. Uh, and <laughs> you think you last for like three or four sentences. Well, that's better than the one that he usually gives you. You know, and, <laughs> you know, and, and but he did. He, he spoke about that. He spoke about some of the defenders. He spoke about uh, uh, Eric Decker coming in, um, things like that. And he spoke a little bit more at length. And, and it depends on the subject. It depends on the timing. It depends on the, the overall mood. I think it, it all just really depends on that. And uh, um, But the other thing is, if he's not going to say things like that, then you have to go to... The other wide receivers in camp talk about Eric Decker. You go to the other to the defensive backs who have to defend him in practice. Things like that that you get more out of than just what the coach is going to tell you. Justin Pelletier, sports editor for the Boston Herald, joined us unannounced today. Just just a surprise. We love surprise the surprise. He was, yes, he just he saw that Jason was on and he had to call in. I well, I appreciate that. Don't don't flatter him. <laughs> wow. There we go. Oh now it's now it's real. Oh boy, there now, it is. Yeah, now we know it's, it's real. real. Yeah. Now it's now it's real. All right, my friend. We'll talk to you soon. Take care. You got it. Take care, Thank Justin. You. That is Justin Peltier, sports editor of the Boston Herald. The Patriots, of course, in action tonight, preseason wise. He did ask.